It's time for the Contempo Coding Podcast. Discussions, knowledge, and insight to help you succeed in the medical coding industry. And now, here's your host, Victoria. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 20 of the Contempo Coding Podcast. Great to be here for episode 20. I have had quite the week. Uh, Lots of ups, lots of downs, some rest time. I'm still trying to balance a lot of things going on. I'm the type of person that I am told I can juggle a few items very well. Uh, But it seems that when I get more than just a few items, when I'm overwhelmed or have a lot going on, I start to lose my executive functioning abilities and can't figure out what I need to do first and mentally prioritize all of the tasks that I have. So in any case, yeah, I've got a lot going on right now. I did take a little bit of time off. I don't know, I, should, I shouldn't even say time off, but a little bit more relaxation time um, the other week because that first Moderna shot, just like by three o'clock, my energy was kind of worn down for the rest of the day. And I spent more time on the couch in the past couple of weeks than I probably have in the past couple of years. And I definitely want to say thank you so much to all my listeners, all my subscribers, everyone who's gotten even free courses from me on my website, contempocoding.com. I am just floored, 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 not only with the comments that have come in, the emails, the support, the likes, the shares, but... I've noticed more and more recently as I'm even just casually perusing things on LinkedIn or Facebook that people are tagging me in things, that I'm just incidentally finding things that people are recommending my website, they're recommending my review courses, they're, um, the, the other day I commented on something on uh, the AAPC Facebook group and there was quite a number of commentaries after that saying that they're subscribe to my YouTube channel and we're starstruck. And it's just very, very super, super flattering. And just uh, honestly, thank you guys. I, I essentially have two core components of what I am trying to accomplish. And that is just, I want to make really cool stuff that helps people out. And that's what I really am focusing on. Just making cool stuff that helps people out. I'm not honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to be brutally honest. I am a terrible marketer. There are lots of other people I can see out there that are not shy about posting promotions about events they have coming up or courses they have available. And every time I do it, I'm just like, oh, it just, it, it makes me so uncomfortable promoting for some reason. So it makes me super, super, super grateful when I see that my content is so well received that kind of my subscribers and fans and so forth are doing the promotion for me. Now, this was another week where I had a video go, I don't want to say viral, but get picked up pretty well by TikTok. It got over 90,000 views and it was on the topic of plastic surgery, which is my biggest specialty. I've worked with a handful of plastic surgeons, uh, five practices. Uh, each of them were relatively small. Plastic surgery practices generally aren't, you know, huge practices, but it's my 
favorite, favorite specialty and one that I absolutely love. Like if I was going to start taking some consulting work, like it would probably have to be in plastic surgery right now because of just the other things that I have going on. It would have to have to be something that I'm really confident and interested in in order to make that happen. I'm going to be honest, one of the reasons I don't like to do consulting work is because oddly enough, the thing that scares me the most is just contracts. Like the thought of having to go to a lawyer and get a contract together and work with someone else on, you know, agreeing with fees and contracts and what am I going to do and what are we disclosing? What are we not disclosing? Like that scares the poop out of me. And that I think is one of the components that keeps me out of doing any, any really consultant work. If someone out there made like the ultimate course or guide to being a medical coding consultant and like gave you almost a turnkey solution to that, I would be all about it. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you know someone who'd be great at that or you want to do that, like I think that would be a phenomenal asset to people that are looking to move in that direction. So right now I'm still doing a lot of online courses. I've got quite a bit coming in now. I don't shouldn't say quite a bit, but a, a decent amount of money that comes in from the YouTube channel. Um, and as well as some of the affiliate marketing that I'm doing. So that's really uh, fascinating to kind of watch that go. I'm also starting to see a little bit more of the YouTube saturation, a little bit more even of live streaming saturation. I didn't get to watch too much of it, but I saw Sean Weiss, the compliance guy is doing a live stream, which I am totally all about. So I've just got a lot of balls in the air right now and I'm just really <laughs> struggling to figure out which ones to concentrate on or if I just kind of want to ride things out for a little bit. I know there's a lot of interest in me doing the CPC course. I know there's a lot of interest in me also doing a CPMA course. I want to get some more offerings out and just a, a lot of different stuff going on. But because of that TikTok that blew up that was on plastic surgery, just going back to that, uh, the topic was I had saw a video on Instagram, it came up and it was this girl and she was kind of like, I saw this case once where this person got their tummy tuck covered by insurance. So check your policy because they might be covering tummy tucks. And I kind of was like, oh, I should explain like, I don't want people to think that they can get cosmetic surgery under their insurance. So I talked a little bit about, well, you know, there are some times when an insurance will cover the excessive skin removal from your abdomen or even arms or other areas, but there's criteria. And that is different from a quote unquote tummy tuck because a tummy tuck includes a lot of cosmetic components of it. They suture the diastasis recti, which is this separation of your abdominal muscles that happens normally through uh, just aging or childbirth or weight gain. Oftentimes, even in tummy tucks, they'll do a little bit more contouring of the, the body versus just, you know, your insurance is covering for you to have your abdominal skin removed because it's hanging and getting sore and red and rashy and infection infected. And that when you have medical insurance, they ha are paying for it for a medical reason. They don't cover it just for cosmetic purposes. So because of that, I think it's going to be an interesting topic to potentially do some longer form content on because it's so hard to cram an explanation like that in 60 seconds. 
Uh, so the TikTok is going really well, enjoying that, enjoying the short form content and YouTube shorts. I'm going to try and work on more as well. It's just, like I said, there's so many different interesting avenues I can go into and just trying to figure out what's going to first off and foremost, make me the most happy. Um, and then also, you know, financially be appropriate that it's a good use of my time from that aspect. Now, speaking of good use of time, something that's always a good use of your time is networking and connecting. We've found some really great ways to connect even at a physical distance over the past year, year and a half that we've been in this pandemic. And I think there are still some though that are struggling with how do we network? How do we really have those networking relationships that we used to have in person now in our virtual setting? One thing I can recommend that has helped me phenomenally, but can be hard to sometimes locate the appropriate form or forum to get this started is a mastermind group. One of the things I love the most about my mastermind group is that, and I've talked about this in the past, I really enjoy connecting with people outside of my own industry because I think it gives you too much of a tunneled view if you're just working with medical coders. Even if I think back to the way that we've done webinars over the past 10 years, I've seen so many presenters or educators that they see the way that the slideshows have been done for the AAPC webinars, for example, and they just copy that. It's just a lot of slide reading. And they don't realize that that's not always how it's done in other industries. There's lots of other ways to tackle those kind of things that are much more engaging um, and that it doesn't have to be read almost like you're reading a, you know, book on tape from the 1990s. It can be more uh, animated, more engaging. There's ways to do different things to make it more lively or even interactive if it's a live webinar. Now, so my mastermind group, there's like no, there are, okay, there's one person in the healthcare-ish industry. There's a guy there who is a physiotherapist and he's also uh, an online course creator. So all of us are connected because we're, we create online courses. And this particular physiotherapist, I believe is over in either in, in England, I believe. And he has an online course specifically for people who are elderly that he's creating and how to get them to do muscle exercises and improve their muscle mass in an older age. And we kind of brainstorm with him and be like, hey, you know, maybe you should break this down into different sections instead of a large course, maybe make it like the beginner, intermediate and advanced courses. And then I have one lady in my mastermind group that is well known or up and coming, maybe more so than well known, but has some pretty good material out there that's getting popular on Amazon. And she does a lot of stuff surrounding screen time for kids and the appropriateness of, you know, when is it appropriate to give a child a cell phone and how do you assess whether or not they are mature enough to handle that. And then I have one lady who I think is in Dubai and has traveled internationally and she just does personal branding where it's, uh, you know, And I love that because that's kind of more akin to what I do. I'm more of a personal brand than I am a business brand. I mean, I pretty much am Contempo Coding. 
And the insight that she has is just phenomenal. And then there's Peter and Peter is a life coach, but he is a life coach specifically for C-suite executives. So he works with people who are in like presidential and CEO roles, and they're looking for a almost life transformation to get them above where they are right now, where they need something, you know, beyond just a workshop, they really need a big life transformation. And then there's another guy who's from Puerto Rico, and he is a marketing executive. So it is quite the crew. Then when you add in me, the uh, the medical coding instructor and YouTuber. But we meet every other week and one of us takes the hot seat and we discuss something that, you know, we're trying to break through on. Like I said, we just worked with our physiotherapist and talked to him about his course that he's creating. I was in the hot seat a couple of weeks ago and talked about just how I was just having this um, real mental funk surrounding you know, other creators and and some copying of my material that was going on, or I shouldn't say copying, maybe very weirdly heavily influenced by me, but wouldn't admit to it type of content coming out. Um, And then just seeing people who I know are, you know, kind of spammy and putting things out there. And um, they really kind of helped me work through that as well as, you know, one of the things that I have understood now about people who might be copying some of my material is that they push me harder because then I have to innovate even more. And they're always one step behind me. So whatever they're coming up with, it's it's only copied based off of me, which means they're always going to be one step behind and I will always be ahead. And that is one way that you can do some additional networking is get involved in a mastermind group because sometimes we have too much thought process of the way things are quote unquote supposed to be in this industry that we need to break free of that and just get out of that mindset of what expectations are um, and what some other people's thoughts are of how things need to look to really break down some barriers. Now, this may depend on kind of where you are career-wise. If you're just starting out, um, it can still be helpful, but it's not going to help you with the networking aspects of like, how do I find a job? How do I develop professionally? So, In those cases, you might want to look into your chapter meeting. So AAPC has lots of virtual chapter meetings. If your closest chapter is not having one, you can check others in your area. If you go to the networking tab on the AAPC website, there's a section for chapters and you can either search for all chapters in your state or there's even a button that comes up on the left-hand side menu that says list all chapters and you can list all the chapters there. And you can also peruse and see what other kind of topics that they're having. The AAPC for a while was having a regulation that it's recommended that you stay within chapters of 100 miles of you, but they've eliminated that now, that 100 mile rule. So you can visit whatever chapters you want that are having virtual meetings as long as they have the capacity. Because if they only have a Zoom meeting that holds 100 people and they have 100 of members of that chapter that are going, you know, they're going to give them priority seating before visiting chapter members. So 
what can you do during these chapter meetings to network? Well, you can talk in chat. A lot of these applications that they use, like Zoom, like GoToMeeting, do have a chat capacity. So there is a capability there to even type in and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm uh, with this chapter, new to this chapter, visiting this chapter, I'm looking for a medical coding job, uh, I'm newly certified, whatever your situation is, you know, does anyone have any recommendations? Um, and sometimes they'll even help out with, um, so there, there's sometimes there's someone in the chapter that is willing to do more of a mentoring or willing to do things like a resume review for you. And then feel free to reach out to the chapter officers as well, see if they know anything. Check on some of the even chapter Facebook groups and you can sometimes they, some of them are pages so that you can't post others of them. They are groups that you can post things and have conversations. So depending on the networking capabilities there, you might be even able to post and see if anyone has suggestions for openings or if they know good locations that maybe you should apply to. Um, you can also look for networking events. Sometimes chapters will have coffee with coders and now the AAPC is encouraging more of those types of events and qualifying them in a lot of cases for those, I believe it's core B curriculum where they're allowed to just be professional development and networking for CEUs. So there are chapters who will have just networking events, roundtable discussions. They'll even have things like resume workshops or opportunities to just connect that they might break you out into small groups and say, hey, you know, introduce yourself, tell us about what specialty you work in, where, you know, where did you go for your education, what specialties are you interested in, um, and everyone can just kind of share and connect that way. The other thing to consider is if there's any business group type oriented things in your area, like my chamber of commerce in my area has different business related groups and events and educational sessions that can be joined in on even in a virtual setting. And to even break further down on that, they have some subsets that are just, you know, women in business or they're religious based or they're, you know, based off of your individual race. So look for even some of those diversity based ones that you might be interested in. And then, of course, there is the old tried and true, which is using social media platforms. I mean, you can connect and talk to me on my uh, live streams every Saturday or sometimes when I have to move them because of having an education session myself that weekend. You can also join other people's live stream. You can comment on their videos. You can send emails. Those still exist just for uh, networking purposes, if you like. You can even connect on good old-fashioned Facebook. Now, I'm not on there too much myself anymore because of how <laughs> sometimes people are not using it for nice networking things or using it for posting God only knows what. But in any case, um, yeah, so there's lots of groups on Facebook that if you're interested in, you can join lots of medical coding groups, lots of AAPC groups. Uh, there's the free CEU groups, all kinds of stuff that you can join and connect with other coders. You know, just be a little 
little bit cautious out there. I'm not saying that you can't be having personality, but I, I had talked a little bit about the code of ethics and how that still applies in the virtual setting. And while the AAPC is not, I'm sure, policing social media on every single one of their members, we still have to be at least appropriate when we're posting to other medical coders online, not calling them inappropriate names or rolling our eyes at them or uh, saying derogatory things, or being unusually even short to them in some cases, just saying, hey, search the group, something like that. And there is also, you know, our good old friend LinkedIn, where we can connect with other professionals in our area. And my cautions there are always the same. Connect with people in a meaningful way that are within your industry. Don't feel the need to connect with everyone about every single industry, every single trend. You know, if someone's working in selling crypto and you're in medical coding, do you really need to connect with them? Or do you think this might just go down a rabbit hole that you don't want to be in? So those are my tips for networking in this era. Check your chapter meetings, talk in the chat, ask questions, look if they have networking events specific for coders, for newly certified coders, for finding jobs, building your resume. Connect with some of those business groups in your area and even just find a mastermind group if you can. If you need some insight beyond what you can find in just healthcare medical coding, there are some great ways you can develop masterminds or even join groups like Toastmasters to connect with people in your area and work on skill sets like public speaking. And I hope you found these tips very, very helpful. Again, thank you guys so much for all of the sweet comments. Like I really cannot get over it lately. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check me out on TikTok, Instagram. I think that's all I'm on right now. Am I anywhere else? LinkedIn, <laughs> Twitter. I don't tweet too much though. I will see you guys soon. And until then, just keep on coding on.